0: g Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: I do and I expect to have a great year. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know that I'm number one. There'll never be another one.
0: Keyshawn, Jay, Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN2. You can download the podcast. You say play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speakers. Harry Douglas doing the work of two men today. Doing, you're in for Keyshawn and Jay Will because I'm Max. I'm already here, man. So you do doing. You got. You got. You got to wear two Harry hats today. Harry and
1: Max. It has a nice little ring to that's it.
0: That's my. I got my brother named Harry. One of my brothers named See, Harry. Look at, look him, at man. that, man. All right, brother. Look. Um, first of all, I want everyone to know what a hero I am, Harry. I have <laughs> a detached retina. Yeah, that's not good. And I came to work anyway. I want full credit. No one's. There's a ghost town around here. Every. Oh, it's summer. You're gonna get it from me. Yes. You're gonna get full it from credit me. from Harry a true worker, a champion. Keyshawn J. Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. So, what do you think of the draft? Before we even get into every, like, you know, it seemed to me that what was reported versus what wound up happening, that was like a genuine surprise draft.
1: It, it was, and then you've seen the reactions from Jabari Smith because he thought he was going to go number one. So, you've seen, like, the, like, you know, and his mom just, hey, Trust God, you know? And that, you're going to have that you forever. Get. You're the number oh, one overall pick forever, forever, ever, forever, forever, ever. But maybe Vegas knows
0: something, you know, like it's the wisdom of crowds because they had Boncaro as the number one overall. And a lot, not just like one or two guys, a lot of guys are like, I don't know why they think, why Vegas thinks that. Because what we're hearing is Jabari Smith. But Vegas had it right initially.
1: Yeah. But, but is the is the most pro ready right now. You look at his body type, the way he dribbles the basketball. Um, getting to his shot, 6'10", guy that you can put in the pick and roll, and he's not going to be the guy that's setting the pick. That says something. That says something a lot about his skill set, his outside shooting. Now he does need to work on his defense and get better defensively because if not, he's going to get exploited in this league.
0: It is time for the progressive NBA snapshot. I'll tell you what. You say that is the most pro-ready as a guy who can make stuff happen with higher-end stuff, I get it. The thing about Jabari Smith, and probably they were right, but he, to me, has the highest floor. He's 6'10". He can shoot the three. He can shoot the lights out, pure shot, and defend. But I guess teams look at that and go, okay, so we know the floor is a high-level 3 and D guy. Mm -hmm. With the number one pick, we want more. We want to dream a little bigger. But Boncaro, if you're going to go that way, Boncaro over Holmgren, I guess is is Boncaro do you think more of a sure thing we're looking at the rookie of the year odds Caesar's sports book they had Boncaro almost twice as likely to go first as Jabari Smith mm-hmm. and they were right and, and all the and everyone what, what everyone was hearing was wrong and Vegas was right but do you think if you're going to go for upside mm-hmm. you take Boncaro over Chet Holmgren, or do you think that's kind of a mix of both. We know he can only be, like, like he's going to work out at least at a certain level, plus we got the upside.
1: Well, if I'm looking at it, I'm looking at my roster, first of all. What fits best with our roster? You look at the Orlando Magic roster, they have those long guys like Chet Holmgren. Do they have a guy exactly like him? No. You got to remember, they have a Jonathan Isaac that's going to be coming back, who's missed the last two years. Uh, they have a Mo Bamba. I don't know what they're going to do with him, though. They have a Wagner. So do you really want a Chet Holmgren when you have guys similar, I won't say body types, but size-wise. But Ben Carroll brings something different. You need a spark to light yes. that fire that they got all because, the kindling wood ha- there. they yeah. have the guys there.
0: Yeah. All right. So if he were, a lot of has been made of this, but when you look at the Magic number one overall pick, the Orlando Magic, throughout their history, in 92, they trapped Shaq.
2: <laughs> and here's
0: the thing about Shaq. This is slight hyperbole, but... Kind of from year one, he was the second best player in the world. Like, as soon as he turned pro, okay, Elijah Wong was better than him. I get it. Jordan was better than I don't know if, I don't know if, I, like, I remember his first All-Star game. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Western Conference was like, we are not going to let him win All-Star MVP. So they quintuple teamed him <laughs> on every play. It was five. George, MJ wound up getting MVP because they weren't going to let Shaq get it. But it took five of them to stop him.
1: Well, he was a different animal. And that's back animal. when Shaq, before a lot of these young kids even seen basketball in the 90s, when Shaq was breaking down backboards when and was, taking down goals. Shaq could take you coast to coast. Oh, yeah.
0: When Shaq looks at Antetokounmpo, he's like, man, I could have played like, if they would have let me, I
1: could have played like that. He's right. But he got did in by Hakeem Olajuwon in that final. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hakeem, <laughs> by that point, was on some other... <laughs> the footwork, the little shimmy. Yeah. They, like, Hakeem was, was on another level. They got man. swept. I yeah, mean, yeah. Hakeem was, was... Listen... When Jordan
0: retired, it was parallel universe time, as my late great brother Sam used to say. All right, who's, if there's no Jordan, who's the best player in Hakeem? Li- Hakeem yeah. was the best non Jordan player. Hands down, okay. too. So, but Shaq was incredible, one of the 10 greatest players who ever lived. Chris Weber in 93. Now, they didn't keep him. They traded him to Golden State for Penny plus multiple first round picks. And Penny and Shaq was, you know, that got him to the finals. So the, pe- people don't know now. Penny early in his career was I'm not saying he was a top 5 player in the league I'm saying he's one of the top 5 guys you would want on your team He was a baller team. man He was a superstar You
1: remember Lil Penny? Man what you what you, Lil Penny on the sh- playing the piano you, he was I had a Penny Hardaway That's shoes Tara I Banks kid. fool <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah I had he Penny had Penny com- shoes man He had
0: commercials and everything cuz you could see what was coming yeah. He was a he was a different kind of player Penny now, kids nowadays don't remember him because he doesn't have the career – he didn't have the career
1: because of injury that he may have otherwise had. But that was a great trade for the Orlando Magic, even though Chris Webber panned out to be a Hall of Famer and the, the, like the Shaq, things that he – But he Shaq was only Junior. at Golden State yeah. for one year and yeah, then yeah. he left.
0: That's right. That's right. But and also, you bring up you bring up like the Magic now. They have all this stuff. Now they need some – well, they had Shaq already in Orlando, mm-hmm. and Chris Webber was like a power forward type Shaq. He could do a lot of things, but – in certain, like, put up similar numbers, at least. All right, Dwight Howard was the next number one overall pick the Magic had. And he was not just a three-time defensive player. Here, he was all NBA for a long time. <laughs> he was top five player in the NBA for years and years and years. Just because you had Dwight and shooters, you got to a finals, right? And, and that's the thing. All three of these number one picks, Weber turning into Penny, got to an NBA finals. That's right. What happens if... Paulo Bonquero turns into that kind of star. What do you think? What, like, when you look at what the Magic are doing, yep. what do you think the
1: plan is, should be? I'll say I have three things, Max. The first thing is those, that young core that they do have. You look at the Jalen Suggs, you look at the Cole Anthony, Banqueiro, Isaac, all those guys, they have to understand it's go time now. Number two, um, Jamal Mosley, their head coach, he's going into his second year. He has to figure out how to push those buttons and get those guys and everything to work in unison so they could thrive. The third thing, front office, general manager John Hammond, he has to take a page out of the Cleveland Cavaliers in a Phoenix Suns book because those two teams have drafted well of late. But what did they do, Max? They sprinkled in some veterans, some guys that can play. You look at a guy like Chris Paul when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. He made a difference on that team. But when you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, you have a Jared Allen, a Karis Levert they added this past year, a Marketing. They have those guys to help spark their young their young core as well. So when I look at John Hammond, he has to bring in solid veterans to get these young guys going because I think it's I, people don't under they underestimate the need for vets. Especially vets that can play the game at a high level.
0: Bingo those see wh- to me that's what it is, Harry. It's not just Let's get a lot of young players and then we'll also have a veteran guy, but can the vet ball? That's right. Because it's, he's not gonna have the they same gotta respect, respect they him too. Ball, right?
1: Exactly. They gotta respect him. Because if the young core don't respect you, which nowadays it's it's a little tougher to get the respect from the young guys yeah. than it was back in the days.
0: Makes so then much it so makes no difference. and all that. I, you know who I think of? CJ McCullum. You look Ooh. at the Pelicans, it's not just that they're I understand they're not all draft picks. They made deals. But there's the same kind of generation of players coming up together, drafted around the same time, even if it's not always by New Orleans. Okay, what do we need here? We have Zion. We don't think he's getting the most out of his potential. You go get a C.J. McCollum. And I remember a lot of pundits. Why are they getting C? It doesn't make a lot of sense. It made perfect sense to me because he is the vet that you're talking about. Nope. Not only the president of the Players
1: Association, right? So he knows what he's doing. But he can ball. That's another team, though. You look at the draft pick they got last night and Dyson Daniels. Now you're I mean, you know you're going to get Zion back. You have C.J. McCullough. You had a Valanchunas that you brought over. You have a Brandon Ingram. um Traded, that, yeah. Exactly. You have, that, you have that young rapport and that young core with a sprinkle of those vets. And we've seen what they did this year. Willie Green, I'm looking for big things from the New Orleans Pelicans in the Western Conference next year. Small market teams, it seems to me, the
0: formula is if you eventually draft a star – or a superstar, but it's not working out, and they're going to bounce anyway, mm-hmm. then it pays to be bad that year, get a high draft pick, and then trade of course. the superstar of course. for a gang of players. That's what the Pelicans did. Yes. Not only did they have Zion coming in and AD going out, but for AD, they took everything the Lakers had. Yep. Uh, you guys can keep Kuzma. We're going to take Ingram. We're gonna, right? That's the progressive NBA snapshot brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What? By the way, how do you like Ivy? Going to Detroit. Ooh, and he wanted to go he there. He wanted
1: to go to Detroit, and that's
0: has got to be. Mom
1: played there. Grandfather played for the Lions. He wanted to be in Detroit. Perfect situation Jada, for him. That's
0: got to be why Sacramento passed on him, right? He's, well, and, no, no, no. And now he's going. He's Is he a point guard? Tonight? He doesn't have to be now. But,
1: but I tell you, Sacramento passed on him because they drafted Davion Mitchell the year before. Yeah. And then they have. How many, yeah, right. It, no,
2: Sacramento passed on him because the Kings have no idea how to do the NBA draft. They're like the Jets. <laughs> They're like the New York Jets of the NBA draft. They posted this on, on ESPN on the broadcast last night. The Knicks took Marvin Bagley in 2018 second overall. Oh yes. Luka went third. They took... Uh, Kings, you mean,
0: yeah. The
2: Kings, sorry. They took Robinson fifth overall in 2012. Damian Lillard went sixth. Yeah. They took Jimmer Fredette tenth overall in 2011. Klay Thompson went with the next pick. So Jaden Ivey is going to be a superstar just based on that alone. Oh, I know, Mitchell, alone. but they
1: have, you have De'Aaron Fox and you have um, Davion Mitchell. I Can think, I you, they, I think they, needed like they needed a guy this. like Keegan Murray. They needed a guy like Keegan Murray. Don't
2: though. overthink this. They did it because they're the Kings. <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. GM Terrible.
0: Of the Portland Trail Blazers, calls Bobby Knight. Mm-hmm. Says Bobby. Um, who should I draft in this upcoming draft? Bobby Knight said Michael Jordan. They said, "Yeah, but we already got Clyde Drexler. We need a center." Bobby Knight said, "Draft Jordan, play him at center. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the best player. Get them when you got huh? a superstar. To, him and Kate Cunningham in Detroit. What do your home and auto have in common? They're both yours. And Progressive protects them both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. So, like, right, look, we talk about the upside of Paolo Bonquero. Then there's the upside of a football prospect we've been talking about since he was in the seventh grade. That ooh, and the name of royalty in the NFL. It's That's next. Late. Harry Douglas in for Key and
2: Jay doing the job of two men. Keyshawn J. Willamax, ESPN Radio and ESPN2. I just got to say, Ryan Clark.
0: This dude, he spits hot fire. Ryan Clark's podcast, The Pivot Podcast, making waves like every must day. Watch, must yeah, see every TV. day. It's but he's it's like it's breaking news because he is an interested listener, right? Not only does he get important guests, but he gets them to say stuff mm-hmm. because he is genuine, a like, very smart guy, obviously, and genuinely curious. But <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> Garrett Wilson is the Jets wide receiver. Evan, are you happy with that pick? Love it. Love it. Loves the Garrett Wilson pick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is that? Pat? Is that Pat on the board today? Yes, it is. Yeah, of course it is. Okay. Garrett Wilson, Ryan Clark, boy, set him up on having to pay for the rookie dinner. Listen, HD, listen. To now, this. They did tell me
1: about the dinner. I got to take all the receivers to a dinner. That's going to be cool. I'm excited for that. It's not going to be cool. No. You know they gonna run that bill up like seventy five thousand. Oh yeah, you mean like the the, the Louis the you you gonna have to buy at the restaurant? I'm, nah, they ain't, they ain't doing me for seventy five K. I ain't gonna fake it. Nah, That's, nah, nah. It's the rookie they, dinner. It's all of y'all. You the tenth pick of the draft too? They know you got twenty guarantees. Wait, what you say? Rookie dinner? It's, he thinks oh, it. He thinks it's his decision. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <That's> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. Hey, hey listen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yo, why they got to do them? They set them they're, they're setting them up. Oh, the way they laughed at him. It's like he really thought it was his decision. He
0: needed that extra anxiety <laughs> going into it. Harry, what's the most you've seen spent at a rookie? They, they, listen, they're not going to bang him out for Ooh. 75, no, right? No, no way. But R.C. getting them. What? What's the most you've seen spent at a rookie dinner? Now, and also, by the way, this is years ago already. And too. I was so a maybe rookie there's inflation, now. right? Yeah.
1: I was a rookie, too. I would say. My rookie year, we play in Arizona. Mm -hmm. The entire offense goes to Cheesecake Factory. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm like, why is everybody getting up looking at Cheesecake? Let me go get up and look at Cheesecake. Roddy White tells me, sit your ass down. Yeah, right. No, sit down. You're paying for a whole. I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" I'm at that point. I'm third round I'm, pick, I'm, I'm worried about my card declining. Yeah, right. Because I don't have these, you know, these type of cards yet. Because I'm a rookie.
0: Yeah, a third round pick. You're not. You didn't get the twenty guaranteed no. out of
1: college. It was a lot of money, but I was. I yeah, mean, they yeah. didn't knock me over the head. But I, I will say, I, if I had some first round draft picks, uh, wide receiver wise in the rookie room, the dinner wasn't bad. But you, we may have went to get some uh, lemon pepper loos at a cer- uh, certain establishment. I see. So some money's, uh, so a lot of money has. So what's the most?
0: What's the biggest bill you've seen run up on a rookie?
1: Probably about 30K. thirty k. Thirty, jeez.
0: Yep. Thirty k. That's some dues paying right there.
1: That's, that's top five money though.
0: Yeah. Oh, I five. see. That's yeah. top five. Top money.
1: five, you bang them out for thirty. The old top five. Oh, but, so
0: that so he, they may
1: be seventy five by now, solid. Harry.
0: All right. We got much more coming up in a matter of moments, and in
2: fact, uh, in exactly ten seconds from now. Arch Manning has made a decision. He went
1: to social media and announced his commitment to Texas.
3: Texas is not back right now, but this is definitely a step in the right direction.
0: Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay. It is time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is Kirk Street. ESPN co- college football analyst, of course, on the 6 p.m. Sports Center, talking about I would say the most watched prospect. I don't. Can you remember a prospect that's been watched since the seventh grade like this guy, Harry? Since the seventh? No, grade? No, not since seventh grade. This might be the most watched prospect ever. That Here is, is Kirk Herb Street. Is he's this prospect signed with Texas now? Are the Longhorns back? I'm not one of these to say
3: anybody's back. Texas is not back right now. Um, I think their real fans would tell you that. But this is definitely a step in the right direction and a recruiting coup, not only to get the quarterback, but eventually watch the other dominoes fall behind him
0: because of getting such a big-time recruit and a quarterback who's a distributor in that offense that Mac Jones and Tua and others have played in over the years. All right. We are talking, of course, straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise of about Arch Manning. And of course, you know what I resent about this, Harry? It's too perfect. Wait, so he's not Peyton or Eli's kid. He's the one who didn't play. He's Cooper's kid, of course. Right. Who got, who got and hurt? He, and he's going to be the best out of all of them because Cooper, hey, Cooper
1: wasn't in a position. So he's good. It's too. How good is Arch Manning? He's good, man. He's good. When you talk about the number one prospect in 2023, a guy who has drawn attention from a LSU, an Alabama, a Texas, a Clemson, that says a lot. And all those fan bases, I'm looking at uh, Twitter yesterday, and all those fan bases are in disarray because he committed to Texas. But I'll tell you what this actually did do. For a guy like Steve Sarkeesian, he struggled in year one at Texas, right? He used two quarterbacks and Hudson Carter and Casey Thompson. It didn't work out. Um, that whole ordeal, there was chatter about in year one, is Steve Sarkisian the guy? Should we start looking for someone else? Which is bizarre and crazy in my eyes because it is year one. But when you look at a guy like Steve Sarkisian in the offense, that is a pro-style offense. Got to remember, he was the OC in Atlanta for a year. He was the OC or the it quarterback back coach, Back to SC I think. with Pete Carroll, y- like yes. oh, that whole
0: thing, man. They love him. In that. They, they, there's a lot of love for Sark in a lot of different spots.
1: And, and that's why when you look at that offense, you look at guys and receivers that play in it, it translates to the NFL. Mm. Now you have Arch Manning coming. Now recruiting-wise, as a coaching staff, as a recruiting coordinator, you can, I won't say take your feet off the gas a little bit, but Arch Manning is going to do the recruiting for you by committing to Texas.
0: wonder what the NIL Now you're
1: going to see the dominoes fight. Oh, the NIL. How much? But let me tell you why Arch it has to be crazy. Manning? Let me tell you why it has to be crazy. Huh. But John Robinson, their star running back, right? Yeah. He has a deal, I believe it was, it's with Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. If he has a deal with Lamborghini, think about the NIL money that Arch Manning is getting
2: and the products that he's buying. What's the higher to get? than Lamborghini? Marquee what jet. is it? Bugatti? Sign up for Marquis Jet. He's going <laughs> yeah, right. to have, have his own private, private Jet in college. That's right. That's right. But see,
0: here's the thing. And it's crazy because you say, well, a lot of it is like what Key would say it's branding, right? It's all the yeast that the media puts on it. Here, I'll be key. I'm sitting in a spot right now. <laughs> it's all the yeast that I could do. Like, I already know the algorithms of his brain. He has an allergic reaction but to Max. this kind of stuff. But yeah, Max. right. But is he really different, though? See, <laughs> I, I, I think different. When I look at it, I see the same thing. Same thing. All these top guys. We have to wait and see little by little. So I get it like, like from but that point of view. I'll tell, you, I'll tell view. you the
1: difference, though. Huh? When you look at a guy like Arch Manning who's – uh, uncles are Eli and Peyton. Yep. He's coming up. He's going through things differently. And grandfather is is Archie Manning. He's <laughs> going through things differently than those guys have done. Think about how the game has transcended since those two have even played. So they're teaching him you one-on-one things from two different quarterback perspectives, and you add the grandfather three quarterback perspectives.
0: It's crazy. And, th- and by the way, this is another thing that's too pat about this whole story. I'm not even sure Arch Manning exists I need to be. Let me tell you something. Wait, you mean to tell me Cooper's kid, who's basically named after or after the grandfather, he winds up? But you, here's the thing about the reason I brought up the key stuff, how and the branding, and how he kind of has an allergic reaction to that because he just wants to evaluate the player mm-hmm. and not let all the extra media stuff that he calls yeast on like not that affect him. But I remember the Eli Manning draft, Philip Rivers. Coming out, you can see he's better than Eli, right? Yep. But the Giants traded up. They gave up the the picks that wound up being Nate Kading and Sean Merriman, who were both excellent at what they did, just about as good as it got, in order to get Eli number one overall. And if you look at their careers, Philip Rivers put up better numbers, you know, more accurate, the whole thing. More touchdowns, fewer interceptions, better one loss record. I wouldn't make I wouldn't undo that deal. I want Eli Manning. He brought two Super Bowls two. to the Giants. Well, did against he really, the GOAT. Right, against, against the, goat. the GOAT. Well, did he really, it was this, it was that. It was a defense. He rode the defense. Eli Manning
1: made the plays when
0: he needed to. Let me tell you something. They, Nate Silver at 538 did a thing where he was trying to find out who is the most clutch postseason quarterback who ever lived, right? In other words, how much did his level in the playoffs rise from his level in the regular season? So he does this whole formula, and he comes out with Eli Manning – And but there were too many other guys who you really wouldn't think of like that on the list. He's like, I got to change my methodology. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I got it because Eli was also twice as clutch as anyone else. When he redid the list, Joe Montana was second. and, And it was more like the list you'd expect. Eli was still first. He was the most clutch quarterback in the history of the playoffs compared to his baseline of the regular season. He played, Think about what he, who he beat on the road in those two Super Bowls. On the road the whole time, killing the greatest quarterback, beating Aaron Rodgers, Going Brett Favre Lambe. at Lambeau, both of them. So would I undo that? No. And Harry, we all know, the only reason they took Eli was because his last name was Manning. If Phillip Rivers was Philip Manning, they'd have stayed with <laughs> Phillip Rivers, right? But, but that pedigree and that last name, it turned out to mean something. It actually meant something. Is that because of what you said? Because it's such a football family, because of Archie and Peyton,
1: that, that these guys just know things that other quarterbacks don't? They do, and I'm glad you brought that up. Because for no reason, don't think that Eli, Arch, and Peyton won't have their hands in a lot of things that Texas do. When Arch Manning is there.
2: Ooh. So so we talked about the start of the conversation that Arch Manning has been like talked about and, and basically recruited since seventh grade. Yeah. And so Pat and I were talking, like Pat said this is like this is like Zion. Like that level of hype. Yeah. I think it's LeBron. Mm-hmm. Is is Arch Manning. Or Kareem. Is is Arch Manning LeBron or or Zion? Like in terms of the hype in high school. Zion. I would go if you're if you're I would go Oh man, that's that's a tough one.
0: I mean, like we act like listen.
2: Like I think it's gonna be LeBron, like like I think Arch Manning is going to be on Sports Illustrated before like next week. But you know what? Like the difference Before is, he's Evan, even in college family name.
0: I hear what you're saying about about um LeBron, right? And I would agree with that, but LeBron was billed before he ever before anyone saw him play in high school. He was being billed as Magic Johnson meets Michael Jordan, right? This guy has a chance to be the greatest player ever. I have not heard that about Arch Manning. Yeah. In terms of the level of scrutiny from an early age, maybe. But it, I don't think it comes attached. I don't think Arch Manning is supposed to be the greatest quarterback of all time. And he's not the physical oh, yes, specimen
1: that LeBron was. Yeah, maybe he is. Coming <laughs> yeah. Up.
0: yeah, right, right. But... Yeah, maybe he's supposed to be in that conversation <laughs> by the time all is said and done. Is, he
2: definitely better be the best Manning oh, quarterback. Oh my. Exes better be the best Manning Think in about
3: Texas.
0: That. Eli Manning, two-time Super Bowl MVP. Archie Manning one of the best quarterbacks. Peyton Manning, when he and Tom Brady were both in their primes, the reality is, I mean, I would have taken Tom Brady a lot of people would have. But it was kind of like he gave us a feeling that he was a winner and he had Belichick just eyeballs on them. Peyton Manning was considered the best player in football. Arch is supposed well, to better, be better than all those guys? He got Ooh. some pressure on him now. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. We're getting closer and closer, are we? To Kyrie leaving KD, leaving the Nets? Are we actually? Uh-oh. Harry gives you the answers.
2: Next on ESPN Radio, Series XM Channel 80. Now, that music, what could that music
0: mean? Let me try and think. Is Alan Yates on the board? So no, it wouldn't be Alan Yates. Definitely wouldn't have been, been the no, Yates. No, it's not Yates. <laughs> not at all. That is 100% James. Steele. James Steele. It's, it's, it's even like a, a rocker name, right? <laughs> James Steele. <laughs> so I, I told James one day, well, I
1: said, you look like someone who just drinks whiskey. On a daily. Well, actually, <laughs> this is somewhat a a, Where is for he? That.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so wait, Evan, you got to explain to me what's going on in the Steel household right now. Yeah,
2: so so James is uh, is off today. He's home with his three children Ooh. for the first time since his son Oscar, the his youngest, the three year old, was born. Um, oh, there he is. he's home with all three of them <laughs> at the same time without his wife. And so we're just going to check in and so, see how he's doing. And so if you're watching on ESPN2, you can follow along. If you're listening on the radio, you'll hear James and his daughter, Joanna, the oldest. She's seven. Oh, and remember, uh, we're going to find out how everybody's doing.
1: Oh, he has four. He dog has too. the dog as well. James. Yeah, the dog's
3: here too.
0: Yeah.
1: James, so somehow
0: because of the pandemic and whatever else, you have never been. Your, your eldest, Joanna, there she is. We remember Joanna. She's appeared before. Hey, Joanna, how are you? Good. Good? Now, Joanna, it's one thing for a single dad, to, or for a dad to have one child with them, right? But when a dad in particular, not a mom, moms can take care of a million children, but when a dad has three with them, James, this is the first time for you?
1: yeah so whatever uh whenever we had the second Lisa would be in uh we would go to work in the morning so I'd have both of them like during the day mm-hmm. they would be here with me but uh yeah Oscar was born he's the youngest he was born in like two thousand nineteen she took like three or four months off afterwards and then we were uh rotating in babysitters, so I really mm-hmm. didn't do a whole lot of time with three by myself uh like little and definitely not overnight so uh <laughs> yeah like we're gonna do like we're gonna do like two overnights and and uh, and and another half of a day, and we'll see what happens. I that's, guess that's, that's trouble. I, I gotta ask him. This it's a little so, overwhelming. Like, yeah, I'm a little over. Uh, nothing like she just left like maybe a half hour ago. <laughs> it's a half over hour. So, it's like he's yeah. got to rebuild civilization now. <laughs> now. It's, it's, uh, is Sydney Oscar? So that's why I was going to ask you: Did Sydney or Sydney and Oscar up? Because it is entirely too quiet in the house right now. I have two kids yeah. that are that are six and two, so I know what it's like, James. I know Here's what it's like, Oscar. Say hi. What's up, Oscar? <laughs> they
0: seem they seem uh, relatively uh, not relatively it's very calm,
1: mild mannered, right and relaxed yeah. and chilled. It just woke up. Uh, two, these two just woke up. Sydney is uh, is still Early sleeping, still, so everything's yeah. fine right now. Yeah. Now the best thing the best is, thing you can is do so. for your kids, James, is just give them what they want. That's what dads do, right? Especially yeah. when we're we're watching <laughs> right. over the kids. Yeah. I get in trouble all the time with my wife because when my kids are with me. They get what they want. Hey, yeah, right. you want candy in the morning? They get candy. They want Kool-Aid in the morning? They get Kool-Aid.
0: There is a comedian who will remain nameless who talks about that, how you, know, <laughs> you give your kids chocolate cake in the morning. Because when the kid comes down, they go, I want chocolate cake. You, you, the, the recipe book opens up, wait, flour, eggs, milk? It's great. Here, here's chocolate. <laughs> hey, Joanna, I have a question for you, Okay. How fast can daddy change a diaper compared to how fast mommy can change a diaper? Does it take, does, does daddy, when he changes a diaper, does it look the same as when mommy changes? Does mama do it much, much faster and better?
1: He's slower.
0: <laughs> it ta- right? That's the thing, because you wind up with less practice. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, can you just do it? Because it's going to take me a half an hour, but it could take you one second. Right. Another thing I got fussed at about. But I, I missed, why are you I,
1: taking so long to change the diaper? I'm like, hey, not as practice, but you know what? You can't avoid the boo boo ones either today. Sorry, James. But you know what? I No, no, it's not over. Yeah, Joanna, I have some advice.
0: I have some advice for your dad for a second, James. Enjoy every diaper you change because I miss it, man. Oh, do I miss it? I know that makes me weird, Joanna, but I miss changing their diapers. I do. It's a bonding experience. What do you think? Is that gross? What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> great radio. Great radio. Yes, terrific. All right, James, thank you very much. Good luck. Hopefully things are, hopefully things are good as good now
1: later on. Listen, if, if it too, turns so.
0: into a zoo over there, can you please just let Evan know because I'd like to check in then. It'd be I much will. more interesting Absolutely, when Oscar's yeah. swinging from that one. chandelier in the background. This is the last one yeah. I
1: have. Joanna, when your hair has to get done, is Daddy doing your hair? Yeah. Okay. Okay, you okay. See my hair? Okay. I, I, <laughs> that's what I was getting to. What are you talking about? <laughs> all
0: right, That yeah, puts the conditioner and the and the and the tangle spray in there and everything and gets all the knots out. And that's just my hair. <laughs> and that's his hair. Thank you, James. James needs to get in the zone this weekend. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone.
3: Kyrie Irving has furnished a list of potential teams for the Nets to consider working on sign-and-trade agreements. Among those teams, the Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Knicks, Miami Heat, Dallas Mavericks, and the Sixers.
0: You know, we wanted to check in with James because we figured it'd be a zoo by there. It'd be good radio, you know, like with three kids running all over the place. But the good news is if anyone was listening to that segment just then and their kids were like a little wild as soon as they, they could just play that segment, the kid go right back to sleep, everything would work out.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't work like <laughs> that. It was, it was very common in, in it, James's house. It was entirely too common in James' early, household. right? That my household is nothing like that. No. From the moment my kids wake up, especially my six-year-old daughter, yeah, she is on 1,000 from the moment she wakes up. Oof.
0: The latest from Kyrie, on Kyrie, from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. You ready for this one? Talk to me. Harry? Harry Douglas in for Key and for Jay today. If Kyrie Irving cannot reach an agreement to stay with Brooklyn, in other words, if Brooklyn's not like, all right, we'll stop playing games, we'll just guarantee you all four years. He has a list of teams he'd like them to consider on sign and trades. The list includes the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> The San Diego Clippers. Oh, no, I guess I'm supposed to call them the L.A. Clippers. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Max,
1: you're something else. Well,
0: let's be honest. The Clippers. The Knicks. The Heat. The Dallas Mavericks. And the Sixers. By the way, none of those teams have cap space to sign them without the Nets' help. And would the Nets help them? It's basically send KD out of town, right? you got to figure if, if, if the Brooklyn botches it to the point where Kyrie is gone... How long before KD is like, come on, man, I'm out of here. So, well, he's under contract. Oh, shut up, nerds. If a guy wants to leave, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing. Well, he signed a four-year day. If a guy don't want to play there, you're going to well, get rid him.
1: That's been proven. James Harden. Right. Um, right. Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Even look what's just happened in Sacramento. Jaden Ivey's on Detroit right now. He yeah. hadn't even played an NBA game. He got to exactly where he wanted to go. Um, is it possible, Harry? that he would really wind up on one of those other teams and the Nets would help? Them. Is this just Kyrie and his agent trying to
1: create some leverage here? I think it is. Um, when I look at it from the standpoint, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, right, and you're not going to give him that long-term deal, why let him walk for nothing if you can get something back for him as well? But at the same time, you're wondering, is Kevin Durant going to want to stay? Because that's the big chess piece in this whole ordeal. If we don't give Kyrie Irving this contract, are we? Is, is Kevin Durant going to be disgruntled? Is he going to want to leave as well? So, when I look at this and I look at the Lakers, right, and for it to work out, he would essentially have to play for what six million dollars. Yeah, I, mid-level I, I exception. I don't even know how that's that's going to be acceptable for Kyrie if he doesn't if Hold he on. wants Why, a long-term le, deal.
0: Let's think about this logically. Why would Kyrie tell the Nets? Yeah, the 30 plus million a year you want to give me the first two years is because you won't guarantee the second two years, un, you imagine, unless I play, Bobby Marks mentioned 67 oh, games, because yeah. that's 80% of the games, yep. right, give or take. Unless I play 80% of the games. that I'm so mad that you won't guarantee all whatever $200 million, that whatever it is, that I'm going to take
1: $6 million somewhere else. Of course he's not going to do that. Like that's insane. Of course he's not going to do that. when I look at the Clippers, and I know a reason why he put that team on the list is because Ty Lue and his relationship with Ty Lue from being in Cleveland. But I'm thinking about if you're the Clippers, who would, do? do number one, do you want that? Number two, yep. who would you swap out? Because the Clippers right now have the best roster in the NBA.
0: The, I agree, and the best coach in the NBA. Yeah, or so, certainly one of the two so or three. So do you
1: even want to p- play, play with that?
0: Well, let's put it this way. As great as Paul George is as a two-way player, He's hitting the side of the backboard in the playoffs. Like, Paul George is one of those dudes in the playoffs who does not play like his normal self. Don't make me laugh. But come on, let's be honest. He hit the side of the what? Side of the backboard. (laughs) Come on, you saw it. I know. So, in the playoffs, in a winner go home game. So, at home, by the way. So, like, if Paul George was at least his normal self under pressure in the playoffs, okay, but he's not. Now, let me tell you someone who, in the moment of truth, you trust Kyrie Irving. Whatever you want to say about Kyrie, I've said plenty. Not only is he maybe the most skillful player ever, he is a big shot maker. Kyrie is a big shot maker. And a bucket getter. A bucket getter and a big shot maker. When he wants to get it. So you put him on that Clippers team, especially if you somehow hold on to Paul, George, and and, and Kawhi, and they're healthy.
1: I don't know how you can hold on to both of those guys if you're bringing Kyrie. Because if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I'm requesting one of them.
0: Yeah. I'm requesting one of them if – Maybe you're requesting, but you might not be getting. No, that's what I'm
1: saying. So I'm not making a deal.
0: So okay, that's that's the Clippers, and plus the Clippers have never been to a conference finals ever in their entire history. Yep. What's that? The Knicks they went to the
2: conference final last year. Who? The Clippers.
0: That, were they in the it's conference? The Suns. Was that was that not the second round? I can't even picture them in the conference finals. That's how long it's been. But okay, let's get to the Knicks. The okay, that's the Clippers. Let's go. Let's go to the Lakers for a we second. Go the Lakers. If Another reason you can't play for the Clippers, if you play in Los Angeles, and you are Kyrie Irving, and you idolized Kobe Bryant, you can't not play for the Lakers. You cannot play. The Clippers, they say they play in Los Angeles. If you ask people in LA, they won't tell you they play. Let's get out of here with the Clippers. The Lakers, you must play for the Lakers, especially if you are marquee, if you are Kyrie Irving. Of of course you want to take the mantle from Kobe. And think about this. LeBron James is 114 years old. He's got to give the keys to the franchise to someone. It's not going to be Anthony Davis. He's brittle. He's not a ball, you know, a primary ball handler anyway. Well, you can't count on him to stay healthy. Here's the keys, Kyrie, to the Los Angeles Lakers. In the meantime, you play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. How's the fit of those three? That works. LeBron, Kyrie, and A.D.? The Lakers make a lot of sense, but for the six million dollar exception?
1: I don't see that happening.
0: Okay. Not for six mil. Let's get to the New York Knicks. Your brother was drafted and played for the Knicks, Harry. 2009, First Bing round. Bing
3: bang.
1: Tough defender. Nine I think it was nine threes in one game, too. Could shoot from the outside. Nope. St. Paddy's Day game, I believe it was.
0: Kyrie Irving to the Knicks. Why would Kyrie want to play? for well, the New York Knicks?
1: Well, first of all, why would Kyrie want to pay for Tibbs if you don't want to play for Kenny Atkinson? That's the first question people need to ask because Tibbs is a harder coach in my eyes than Kenny Atkinson. He is going to, to, to demand that you practice. He's going to demand that you play. He's going to demand that you play defense. So why would Kyrie Irving want to do that? Let me ask you a bigger
0: question about, let's just point out about how laughable the Knicks are. The whole point of the Knicks is to become a desirable destination, is to create the kind of culture that is a magnet. Now, what do players want? Players want to win, yep. right? Has Tibbs ever won a championship as a head coach? He will get you to be respectable. He'll get the defense, the guys that play hard on you're gonna defense. Have a tough, you're
1: going to have a tough team.
0: You're going to have a tough-nosed team. You're going to be bouncing the second round, partly because, <laughs> the second round. partly because if you're lucky, partly because they're burnt by the time the playoffs oh, roll around. Yes. So, yes, you want to win, but you also want to be in the kind of culture in which you want to play. And, yes, both are both are possible. You can play in a culture that you want. Pl- Miami Heat are hard-nosed, and they can burn guys out, but they, you ain't going to stop in the second round, right? You, not Pat Riley. Okay. Why would he want to play for the you for a team that's thinking we need to become the kind of place to draw and they 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 not just hire Tibbs, they double down on He's Tom Thibodeau? He's our guy He's our guy?
1: I, what? I, Kyrie Irving I gonna want to play it. there? I don't see it. Even though Madison Square Garden is the Mecca. Uh, The most famous arena when it comes to basketball. You think about basketball, it's hard not to think about Madison Square Garden. Like you said, my brother played there, so I spent a lot of time there. I went there with Alan Hahn this year when they played the Chicago Bulls. And the Knicks were having a losing season or weren't playing up to their standards. The place was still packed out, and they happened to to beat the Chicago Bulls at the time. Alec Burks went went out, hitting threes after threes after threes. But I just don't see Kyrie Irving in a Knicks uniform.
0: Kyrie Irving's not going to no Knicks. Let me tell you something. Since the Patrick Ewing era ended, you know why people. You know why the Garden is packed. You go to the Garden because star players come through from other teams because they have to play the <laughs> Knicks, and you get to see the best players in the NBA just seem, because you're an
1: NBA team. And they seem to have their best performances when they go a- at Madison, to Square Square. Madison
0: Square Garden. By the way, I'm a. i am was as a kid would stand on a line around the block in the middle of the night. I break day for P- Knicks playoff tickets, because if you didn't have oh. season tickets, you had to break this to get nosebleed tickets. I was an insane Knicks fan as a kid, right? But that's the truth of the matter. M- Madison Square Gardens known most for being called the Mecca. The Mecca of what? Well, wasn't allowed- <laughs> they don't even have a competitor. What are they, joking? Kyrie is going to want to go play in that dysfunction? So let's knock the Knicks off the list. Knock the Clippers off the list, even though 6000000 million mid-level is unlikely for the Lakers. I'm going to knock the Lakers off the list. Yeah, That's, There's got to be a strong draw for Kyrie. But let me ask you this. If your Kyrie and your guy, Kevin Durant, is your leverage with the organization, he stuck his neck out for you and all that, are you leaving him when you haven't finished the job with him? Not only now everyone's saying, oh, look, Steph could win a championship without KD. Can KD do without Steph? Now you're going to go back to his chief rival in this era, LeBron James, and people are going to say, I don't know. Kyrie won a chip with LeBron, couldn't get
1: it done with KD. Couldn't win a chip with Kyrie. Why could LeBron? And then he goes back to LeBron. Do you see that happening? Man, that would be hurtful. It would be hurtful because Kevin Durant so far in this entire situation has had Kyrie Irving's back 100%. And he went out there and stuck his neck on the line for the team, for Kyrie, when he wasn't injured and was able to play. Now, Kyrie didn't get the vaccination. I'm not going to get into, you know, what people believe in and what that whole ordeal. Uh, do I think he should have got the vaccination? Yes, but that's his, that's his decision. That's what he made. And at the same time, I thought it hurt the team because they couldn't build that chemistry. So when they got to playoff time, you've seen a lot of disarray. You've seen a lot of guys trying to gel together, and that's the wrong time. And then you run into a Boston Celtics team who defensively was the best in the league, and now it looks like you're discombobulated out there on the court offensively. Because all y'all are doing is going one-on-one. I don't see how Kyrie Irving can convince Kevin Durant to come to the Brooklyn Nets, but then not stay with him and ride it out and try to win a championship with Kevin Durant with the Brooklyn Nets. Knowing all the stuff that Kevin Durant has been through for making that decision to leave the Golden State Warriors and pair up with him. If that happens, I don't know how Kevin Durant can forgive him for that.
0: Dallas Mavericks with Luka would be interesting. Be interesting.
1: No, but I don't think that'll work because we know Luka Doncic is the man and is going to be the but only you know what man though? in but, Dallas. But you
0: know what, though? But he needs another star. And Kyrie, Kyrie is very high basketball IQ, right? So, like, he saw James Harden. He's like, you're the point guard. <laughs> right. um, uh, He makes better. De- Harden makes better decisions with the ball. And Kyrie is more dynamic playmaker. In fact, like yeah. Kyrie shot better than Harden. He has, you know, better handles than Harden, better layup package than Harden. he's just better. It, but but Harden was the better player because of his decision making, his wisdom. Right. And Luka too. Kyrie, you know, game recognized game might look, you know what? Offense is better run through him, and now I can play off ball and just – because he's really a two-guard in a point guard's yes. body, right? That might work, actually. Because he can score at will. At will. That might actually work. But does he, is he really going to wind up in Dallas for not a max contract? I just – it looks like to me, Harry, that both sides have some leverage. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, because the Brooklyn Nets, you got KD and Kyrie. At like, okay, let's start with this. It's a, when you look at the Nets on paper – Simmons is due to play, right? Ben Simmons, forget about the fact that he can't. Shoot, he's the worst shooter in the history of basketball, and everything else. He's basically the best who ever did it at his size. Look at his handles. Look at his defense. And you don't need him to score. You don't. If you have those two on the court, look at his at his playmaking ability. I mean, he has set up more looks, open looks from three than any player since he entered the league till he stopped playing. Right, like He, he can say, he can run an offense and guard five positions at an elite level, yep. basically. So he is a hell of a player, just not looking at that shooting flaw. Joe Harris, perimeter defender and a knockdown shooter. Seth Curry, shoot the lights out. Klaxon's coming back. Coming back. And then you have KD and Kyrie, who just with them, without even hurting. I heart. don't see how you leave it, Max. Oh,
1: you I, can't I, I, leave I, I it. I, I don't see how you leave it on the table and not have an opportunity to win a title with the Brooklyn Nets. The decision that you and Kevin Durant made to come here and try to win a title. And and the Nets can't
0: mess with it either. They're going to have to work it out. The biggest criticism of Dak Prescott we've heard in years is coming up next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern
3: on ESPN Radio.